Yes, hi, hey, hello, g'day, and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week we catch up on our last couple of matches against Western United and Stallion Laguna. We look ahead to the big grand final replay. And of course, we answer your questions. I'm Pete and I'm joined by Luke, Morrow, Sash and Smithers. What's going on? Lads, 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 lads. Very good evening. <laughs> Surprise. It's a full bench. <laughs> we have to start recording and we have a couple of gate crashes walk through the door. So uh, we plugged them in and uh, here we go. Smithers, give us your best here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> and Nizzy, take note because I heard you didn't want to do it on the pod last week. So big shout out <laughs> From to the Nizzy master. there. Yeah. That. <laughs> That's how it's done. <laughs> he will not be happy. Oh, uh, well, no, I'm sure he'll get over it. He'll move on. Um, fellas, let's dive into it as we always do with, uh, well, we didn't have a Fred's question this week. So this week, uh, we're going to have our key question asked by Sash Kazevsky. <laughs> Sash, what do you want to know? Oh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> <I'm just> throwing <laughs> him under the bus straight away. Straight under the Welcome bus. Welcome to the ramble. <laughs> Any question? The ramble. Is that what you <laughs> Any question? <laughs> uh, my question. My question is, how far do we all think we're going to go in the AFC Cup? Are we going to win it? Who, who do we fancy in the draw? Where do we want the final? Where do we want to go? What country do we want to go if we haven't been to one? Talk to me. Great question. Good question. Yeah, it is. Surely we're pretty close to favourites now, now that we're out of the group. The group's the hardest part, mm. almost. Yeah. Just because, you know, hard away games and mixing everything in with the league. But now we may be on the path to MacArthur, which might be the hardest game that we might have. That we've had so far. That we've had so far, yeah. I don't really understand how the draw even works because there's like mm. two separate groups, our side and then the south side or whatever it is, and then we have to win our group to go in that one or... Mm. And then I think know? Like we worked out... Or something. Yeah. Like we worked out last night, one of the boys worked out that if you're in the west zone, you play two, two or less three games. less games yeah. in total. Because mm. yeah. they get direct qualification through to the interzonals. Or yeah. Saudis or something, a lot of money. Uh, yeah, Bahrain, probably. I think. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. Pay to play. <laughs> so, we, yeah, so we have the extra games. Of course, we've got uh, potentially Phnom Penh, I think, yeah. at home is, is the next Wait, one. is that Jace's team? No, 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 no that's that's Mohan Bagan. Oh, and but they've they been knocked, knocked out, out. Yeah. yeah, by Cy Goddard's team. Cy, yeah, yeah. We were talking about Cy yeah. today. I had, a, I had a chat to him the other week. Oh, He's yeah. um, doing well, but we were, it was funny when they played Jace. And Cy scored as well. Yeah. What did he? <laughs> yes, he it was he a Cy classic as well on his left foot, shot back in, defender went flying. Cy chops? Nah. <laughs> so I believe it for a second. <laughs> um, how far do I think we can go? Yeah, look, I think we'll give it a good shake. I think. Um, Realistically, we should be winning at least the, the zonal playoffs against MacArthur potentially. Um, and then, you know, it's anything from there, right? We could end I mean, up the good in- thing is now we don't play what till Feb. So we've got a couple of months like to focus on the league, get yep. everyone right, back and, you know, sort of healthy. Get some bodies back. Yeah. And yep. then it's surely slightly easier, easier to be managed out of the group with the sort of one off matches, mm. you'd think. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed, actually, because it's already widely known that I fancy just playing against Mohawk Bengals <laughs> and uh, the Cumdinger. <laughs> but unfortunately, that's been taken away from me, so I'm pretty upset about it. But now that I know Cy Goddard's in the mix, then I'm pretty keen on that because India, I'm keen. If we're going mm. to India, I'm going to India. I'll do India away. Because we were actually <laughs> talking about today, we're like, 
now that we'll get hopefully get a few better crowds and I'll win the playoffs like the um and I, we were talking about how if Jace came back here it's a draw card be unbelievable eh? mm. yeah it's a yeah it's a draw card and a lot of people were talking be. about it yeah, yeah. I mean uh, you know I wouldn't mind seeing so I got I'd back I guess that to get the numbers flocking through the gates really. <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> Big name. Big name. That's so my boy. So do my boy like that. <laughs> no. no, he's all right. He's all right. Um, I'll yeah. tell you one thing about Cy. At training, like we train with the guy every single day. And it's like any 1v1 situation with him, you know exactly what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Pete. The side like, chop. Side yeah, chop. Side chops. chops. <laughs> Literally, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Still it's, executes yeah. it like to perfection. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, he, technically brilliant, brilliant player. Mm, yeah, unreal. And that's why he's doing well over in over in India as well. I think it suits him a lot more, right? Were you here when he came in his first session at Bloom? Yeah, we had that meeting about Nizzy being number ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually. about that? No, 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 no. no. Do Come tell. On. Spill the beans. This is why you're here. <laughs> Spill the beans. Well, I don't actually know. I can't exactly remember the full story, but basically, long story short, it was just a massive debate in in the room before training and we were sort of like Mont- the gaffer at Monty was he was introducing Cy and um, like talking a bit about his past clubs and stuff and you know his pedigree whatever I've been at Tottenham mm. all this stuff and then um, I think it was Nizzy's dad yeah. wanted Nizzy to have the number 10 jersey yeah and then Nizzy's like <laughs> oh he was sort of umming and ahhing and then I think he sort of was at one point leaning more towards asking for the number yeah. 10 and then Cy came in and then, obviously, after we heard, oh, he's been a Tottenham youth and all this stuff, <laughs> we just, like, the boys were yeah. like, Nizzy, there's no but way we're giving you the time. No, but Cy so got up on, like, when he, they, Monty asked him to get up and, like, um, introduce yourself. And Monty must have gotten in his ear saying, like, say this at the end of the oh, speech. Because then Cy so goes, awesome. like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, and last year I won the double and scored eight goals. So I think the number 10 should be me, Nizzy, or something <laughs> like this. No, he had a dig at Nizzy because he, he said, oh, I heard that the play at this club that wants the number 10 only had X amount of assists yeah, or goals, and he's like, "Oh, that. whereas I had this many at my oh, old club, and yeah. everyone's like, oh. and we all just went wrecked." <laughs> and it was, it was and, and, um, so I ended up taking number seven, anyway. yeah. <laughs> and Maresh took number ten. Maresh ten. <laughs> and Nizzy's made that four iconic now, so I think it's worked out the best for everyone. That's funny. Yeah, that is. I got a question for you guys. Actually, do you guys remember what your uh, your initiation song was? Oh, I've done a few of them, mate. Oh, <laughs> Did, oh, actually, that's fair. did you have to do another one when you came back? No, I got out of it. Oh, I feel you like, should have had it. Because me and Alo stuck together, I said, we're not doing it. Oh, that's and then, wow. And then we, everyone just kind of forgot about it because there was a few younger boys and yeah. yeah. Make sure you remind them. Sash, <laughs> make sure you remind them. Yeah. yeah I think enough. that's wrong. <laughs> you should have well, I've sung at this club before, so. Yeah. so what was your song? Um... I did I Want You Back by the Jackson 5 I think yeah. and I've also done I think I've done One Direction one time oh. What's Make You Beautiful just like it's just songs that I think people can get involved in clap and yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. too serious yeah. <laughs> what did you do? well I'm going to expose myself here I actually I don't do that do that's one. illegal haven't you sung? what? Hang on, really? what you haven't sung? Wow. I'll remember that one. No, no, see, Smith, this is between you and I. I don't know if any of the boys listen to this, but... No, 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 I'm, and the audience. people listening, yeah. But, no, 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 honestly, I haven't done one. I just convinced everyone that I have done one. Because you were supposed to do one at that Canberra preseason game a couple of years ago. I was supposed to do one there. Because Rusi did one that night. I think Kelechi maybe did one. Oh, when we went back to Richard's When we went back to Richard's yeah. So that was that, that was started that game, trip. and that was like, well, that was only a preseason game. Mm. It still counted, but but it did still count because we went back to Richard's house, 
and then some boys were put on the spot in yeah. front of everyone at Richard's house and I gave it the big oh, I'll just do it tomorrow kind of thing or like these boys <laughs> go first trip. kind of yeah, thing yeah, yeah, like yeah. trying to delay it as long as I could and I just ended up getting out of it unbelievable but I think well, people were just convinced that I did it that yeah. night yeah. well that's the next question then what are you going to do when we force that to happen <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to think about it. I, guess. <laughs> I, I, might, I think I might sing Went Back Down. Oh. Not bad. Close to my um, heart. Speaking of initiation songs, there's two that I've had in plays that I've played with that are unbelievable, be- unbelievably better than everyone else. Yeah. One is James Tracy. When I was a young kid in Adelaide, just started playing with the first team, like training and that. We had a team night out. It was just the perfect environment. Everyone was having a few drinks. It was just the boys. And he sung... Um, let me love you by Mario, and it was the best, one of the best things I've ever th- seen. I, I remember really? seeing that like, if this is what everyone's like, this is sick. Yeah. And it was like only been down here since. <laughs> and the second best was Nanny, Lewis Nanny. Um, I can we see he'd on, have a bit about him. We were in the Gold Coast on a preseason camp, and we had a team dinner, just the boys, and we went to a Portuguese restaurant. Worked well, of course. Oh, yeah. actually, I lied. Sorry, it was a Brazilian restaurant, but obviously Portuguese, speak Portuguese speaking yeah. language um, country, and. He got up on the thing and did Nossa, like the Neymar dance, and they played it on the radio and the whole restaurant started singing it because it was all the workers were spoke Portuguese and it was just next level. It was just like his moment. It was unbelievable. Jesus. Yeah, right. Maybe his best moment here. I was going to say, that's something well. <laughs> it didn't do too much Jeez. after that, though, did it? <laughs> I'm going to bring a band in. I'm going to help that. Yeah. <laughs> Backup singers, everything. Actually, yeah, yeah. We yeah. might come, we'll there, get yeah, come there and cover that. band that walks around the stadium. Yeah, I'm going to get the... Bay 16 and everyone with the drum and everything. We'll Jimmy, get the, we'll get the house band from uh, JC Entertainment and Events, actually. Yeah, good friends oh, yeah, of the show yeah. there. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, proper full live band experience at the stadium. Yeah, I well. think that's good. Up I in the really corner there. I thought about just making up a song there right, and just saying, yeah, I did this song, but. I know. Who's going to catch it out? Anyway. None the wiser. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Was this your idea to come up here? Didn't you see when they were walking up? Told him, he right? loves yeah. it here. He wouldn't leave last time. Oh, no, he loves kick it him out. Can you blame him? No, we did enjoy it as well. Like no, honestly, I'm impressed. This is this is Good a setup, great right? setup. It's oh, awesome. Thanks, wow, professionalism. Uh, is this the first time uh-huh. you, you've you've not been up here? In it's person. been on a I've been on the pod, but I, this is the first time up here. Not in person. Yeah. Not but in person. I don't know if you agree with me. You would have done a few phone interviews and that. It's so much better being in person. Way better like here. you can actually Way see people here. get a feel for it all and. There's no lag. You know Way the lag better. when you're on the phone and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. The delay. How are you boys feeling about the season so far? Just in general. Roller coaster so far. Started a bit low. Well, started all right. The cart went down, coming back up. And um, I just think it's been hard because we've had so many games. And the ones that have come from overseas, they're used to playing games. But a lot of us Australians, you play, what is it, 26 games a season. Yeah, not many. And we played eight games in almost a month. Yeah. So once we get through this period and we've done pretty well to get good results to the back end of this period, I think we're going to really find our form and push, make a good push. Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried at all. Like, I, I think I think a lot of people forget our start last year as well, you know. Like, obviously, we have new staff and all of that. And I, in my opinion, I think like people are even blindsided by the fact that it's going to take time anyway because, mm-hmm. you know, we've got, we've got half a new squad. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's going to take time for us to gel. Um, but, yeah, like, I'm, I'm seeing pretty similar stuff to what I saw last year in terms of like our team camaraderie, how close all of us boys are, 
like I think you can see, like it's starting to click now on the pitch. But it was always going to take time. Like yeah. it's not just the new, like it's not just the new Gaffer Jacko. Like he's got a new assistant. You know, we've got a few, you know, new staff as well. Like it's, you know, and half a new squad as well. You know, half, half a new squad. Like, Eleven from the grand finals said, so moved, that, moved yeah. on. Yeah, That's and out, outside the camp, and we're sort of hearing that you guys are liking what Jacko's doing. Yeah. Mm. So that's legit for yeah. sure. Yeah, happy 100%. with that. Yeah, yeah. More, like, more than happy. I think. Yeah. I think he's unreal. Yeah. I think he's really good. He's been good so far, and and Danny, the assistant's very very smart man as well, and they work well mm. together. Not as serious as Serge used to be sometimes, but attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well, is, I think uh, isn't Serge ex uh, Navy? Ex Navy or Special Forces or something? Yeah. yeah, it's hard to get that out of him. We've got AB. <laughs> yeah, AB's right. AB's taken over the Serge. Uh, yeah. yeah, right. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> still AB Run Club. All yeah, of us boys, you know, on the squad or whatever, you're running with AB. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> is he still officially the vibe manager as well on top or? Did you get renewed? I don't, I don't. You signed a new contract. <laughs> I don't think anyone's taken it off you. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, quite out of dead hands if you get it off of him. Oh, but. good luck. Yeah, no. <laughs> Does he actually train harder than you boys or is that just for Insta? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. He was up He was up pretty early in, uh, I think, he in the Philippines. He a lot of what he does, but he does a lot. He so does. the amount of footage I'd be on his phone is a lot because he's always in the gym boxing. And that, to be fair to him, he does... Work hard. Yeah. From yeah. when we see. Oh, it looks like yeah. he does. I mean, he's got a rig on him, right? Yeah. Strong. Like, one yeah. time I just slapped him on the stomach and I'm like, what how the hell? hell? <laughs> just broke he's three like, metacarpals. He's yeah. like 50 around there and he's strong and tight. Yeah. No, yeah. he's a beast. He's yeah. close I'm not naming names, but he does, he, he does bench more than some boys, for example. Many yeah, boys, though. Right. Yeah, I think he'd surprise a lot of people. Mm. Yeah, and I've been in, I've snuck in a couple of times and just had a bit of a look, and each time he's been at it. So he loves that boxing bag. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's just imagining uh, Scott Buddy Jamison's face. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we actually when like I saw that there. video. When I saw that video of how he's like. He should, what did he say? Jamison said something, and then Andy made the video where he put all the goals over. That was <laughs> just, it was just smashed him, man. Smashed him. He'll never recover back from that. Yeah, he'll never recover. He's a legend, Jamo, but that was pretty funny. <laughs> We've got our players, and they've got their vibe manager. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Now, well. How did you end up back here? What um, happened? I went around the world for a little while, and then tour of Australia, collecting relocation money now. Brizzy, manager. <laughs> so I was in, I went victory. How many clubs you got left to go off? Oh. I'm 30, 30, uh, 25% of the league, mate. Oh. <laughs> Hang on, but it was going out a bit once Auckland yeah. and Canberra comes in. So. Yeah, but there's always future opportunities to move oh, to Auckland, you know. Yeah. Oh, there's a record to be broken. Take off a new country. Oh, anyway, so up, I was at victory. You're stuck here, mate. Um, I was doing pretty well, but we were really bad for a good period of last year. But I have to say the trainings and everything at victory were next level. The facilities are the um, intensity of training was unlike anything I've had before and then what do you think happened by there because it was like everything on paper looked alright I think it was just like was it just a, uh, just um, a combination of a few uh, things yeah. like it was just weird like they were so good then I don't even know the, the bucket incident Nanny comes, does his ACL. But there's so much resources and like energy put into one player. Mm. All, all this bloody focus and then pressure goes onto one player, which then surely seeps out into mm. the rest of the squad. A few things go wrong and then it just doesn't, yeah. never recovers. But it just felt like that. It was just slowly, slowly, slowly. It was just like. But do you reckon mentally some boys are like, oh, Nanny's injured, like he's our squad, we're done for? Nah, because it wasn't like we were doing well beforehand. Say that again. We were like, <laughs> say that again. <laughs> we were, um, we won our first game of the year. I remember we won our first game of the year against Sydney. 
3-2 at Allianz yep. or the is that Sydney, uh, SFS yeah. and I'm thinking oh, we're going to be undefeated we're doing Invincibles like I, I remember you that. saying that to me <laughs> I said, oh, do you remember yeah <laughs> I reckon I called it to like 20 different people oh, no. <laughs> second, second week we play Western no. Sydney and we lose at home I'm thinking oh shit it's gone. <laughs> but um, yeah we just didn't do we were, I just struggled it was a weird year things went wrong the bucket incident was unlike anything I've ever seen before yeah. and then were you there that night yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there were you on the pitch or something no I wasn't on, I wasn't actually on the pitch but I remember in the change rooms after everyone's just like what the hell just happened what, yeah, yeah. yeah but I, it is, it's funny because I was speaking to some of the foreigners and they would have played in like the turkeys and greases and places They're where like yeah it's a weekly thing it's a yeah. common occurrence and they just said we learned that no matter how tough you are as soon as you see someone run the field you get into the change room as quick as get you can there, yeah. Yeah. you will not fight 100 people and and I think Lover was a bit shocked about what would happen because it never happened before so he just mm. didn't have the thought to run mm. and it was just yeah you lot have got to be protected and so have all the families you know I want to take my grandkids to the games and stuff like that so I can't have that but you're right I, I love the passion as well I love yeah. any fan passion but um, yeah that hurt the game mm. And hurt victory. Yeah, so then when a couple months went on, um, was in the squad, coming off the bench, started a few games, and then one day Popper was just like, um, you got an opportunity to go to Brisbane. Pretty much they were going to send a player back. I don't think you're going to get many game time, much game time here at the, for the rest of the year or next year. So Because you went in January, didn't you? In Jan. Yeah. Or it, was late, so it must have been Brisbane, late, Jan. Yeah. And, yeah. and so he said, go to Brisbane. And I didn't actually, I didn't know at the time that they were going to get a play in return. return. So then I spoke to my agent and he's like, look, Monty's been messaging me every day saying, what's happening with Noah? Why is he not starting this and that? So I'm like, perfect. I'll come back here. Uh. Um, put my tail between my legs and run back. And um, <laughs> then Melbourne Victor came back. It's like, no, you have to go to Brisbane or you can't go. And I didn't know, understand. And then it came out that the um, play, they wanted to play in return. Mm. So then, this is actually in so fascinating, such a fascinating story that I um, went to Brisbane. The player that Melbourne Victory wanted from Central Coast, they weren't going to give. The player Central Coast was offering was someone that got traded to for a Newcastle left back a couple uh, of days later. Uh, James McGarry comes, plays uh, the football of his life, wins a championship, goes to Scotland. <laughs> I'm sitting on my couch in prison thinking, nah, this guy just snaked my deal and now he's going to Scotland. <laughs> and then it was actually, I couldn't believe it, but I was, uh, it was the most bittersweet feeling I've ever had in my life because I was watching that grand final thinking, that could have been me or I don't know if we would have won if I was playing no no one could say that but just knowing I could have been involved in a team like this yeah. but then also the feeling of knowing I'm genuinely so happy for so many of my friends and teammates that I've made Monty and Serge that I can't help but feel excited for them and um, yeah the, just seeing the vibe now it's, it's hearing the stories it seemed but like the best but you did also ever. say you didn't regret going Wow, that's, that's a fine. A fine. That's, that's a, a fine. That's absolutely a fine. What's the fine up here? Was uh, that's that's, <laughs> two, that's two hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> hey, come on, your buzzers every week. Mine buzzers. Then never goes off like that. Hey, at least I'm playing the right song. <laughs> could have been you never walk. Could have been buzzers. you'll never walk alone. Get that started. Maybe that was my cue to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> uh, what were you no, talking just, about? Oh, I was just saying that um, Smith said that. You, you didn't regret going and doing mm. that because you know you learn a lot yeah. about yourself you can like, make a better person for sure I what I was saying is in hindsight hindsight's a wonderful thing if I look back on it like oh maybe I should never have left the Mariners this and that it had nothing's really gone my way since then but I always say to the boys I have no regrets because if I didn't experience the things that I experienced in that last year I wouldn't have an appreciation for 
everything that is happens here and for uh, like um, the understanding of knowing how good th- football can be if that you're in the right situation and you're happy. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, like I don't know obviously the ins and outs of it, but I I, I imagine pretty average sort of vibes in, in uh, Brisbane last season. Yeah, like, it was it was funny because obviously with the, Nick Grant coming as interim head coach and everything, but. Um, it was just the thought of the back of my mind that this isn't where I'm my happiest. Even though I was playing football there and we actually had a kind of decent run of form where we were kind of pushing to the finals. But just the thought of knowing like deep down I'm not enjoying it that much. It was just this weird feeling that was going on. And now, and now I'm back here, I'm so um, appreciative of Monty and for bringing me back and, and the boys here and the culture and the community here on the coast that I'm just enjoying my football. How fast did you answer the phone to come back? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually like, I remember I was at training in the morning I got my call from my agent and I'm thinking, that's weird. Like we only spoke not long ago. He's like, look, I'll keep it short. Monty wants you back. What do you think? And then Monty messaged I'm like, oh, I'll think about it. And then Monty messaged me back after like, oh, you coming? I'm like, I haven't even thought about it yet. Like, oh, take your time, speak to your family. No stress. And then he called me like, um, I don't know where they were, why he called me so He called me, it was after the Matildas game, England versus, no, one of the Matildas games. And he called me at like one o'clock and I was awake because I just got back for the game and then we had a great chat and everything worked out. But um yeah, it was good seeing Monty again for what, a month before he, <laughs> he jetted. Was you were playing some of your best football when you were here. Well, sure. that's what I always say. I think the best form was when I was here, when I played five games before I scored some leg. goals. And yeah. You do still think you're a winger. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, the, I'll play wherever I can play, you know what I mean? Wherever I can get on the field, I'll play. Wherever the team needs me. So That's fair. Um, yeah, so no, that's what I thought as well. And I just needed to get back, focus on football, happy off the pitch and that's not to say that I didn't make great memories in Brisbane and Melbourne because I've made lifelong friends I've made I've met coaches who have taught me a lot and and I've got different perspectives but now that I'm here I think I'm happy what were their podcasts like (laughs) (laughs) for book's sake I think I never got invited on that one that's pretty good you didn't get an invite didn't get an invite unbelievable I wouldn't have invited me either so many big dogs (laughs) (laughs) even even with your experience yeah I know I have some stories I'm sure you would yeah yeah you're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Look at this. Look at this. Look at it. 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 Let's have a bit of a look back to our last couple of games. Cast your mind back to last weekend. It was your Central Coast Mariners for Western United. Neil, absolute demolition job at Industry Group Stadium. Uh, fellas. How good? Second dub of the season? Western were pretty bad. They were, they, were <laughs> bad. <laughs> they were poor. You can only beat what's in front of you. I know I said this uh, after the game against Newcastle as well, but um, you know, the pleasing thing is, you know, we're creating that many chances and playing a better style of football. It looked better the last sort of couple of weeks. Mm. The uh, Oceana centre-back goal-scoring. Oh, i got to love Goal-scoring that. pairing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Absolutely on fire. And, Possible um, accidental in there, but the, that's all good. We'll take it, right? But good to see Dan Hall, though. So Back on firing. Super. Yeah. Yeah. How, how good. I'm going to say I told you so, but yeah. I, I, well, I, I did. El I told Presidente. You. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, like, he, he strikes me as sort of the kind of guy that's normally pretty happy, but he must be even more happy now that he's obviously back on the pitch and doing what he loves. Yeah, and, for sure. you know, sort of playing the way that we know he can mm-hmm. after, you know, sort of a rough, rough sort of mm-hmm. year for him. It was a rough year. year last year, yeah. 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 When I, Dan's just positive all the time, though, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I can't I've never seen him really actually upset. Yeah, never. Well, he seems so close to being gone. 
So it's so good to see him now, you know, get right back into it, take his opportunity beautifully, both mm. hands, and um, get himself a goal, enjoy that with us. Yeah. What, what why was the celebration ice cold? Am I just not with it? Why, why was it? <laughs> I was going to ask you young people because, you know, I'm not a boomer, I'm a Gen X. But I'm going to filter it down, gonna filter it down <laughs> the lines of these two. <laughs> why was it ice cold? What do you mean by ice cold? Is that, well, that's, that's what, what, what the everyone, everyone just kept posting that he's that it was an ice cold yeah, that's celebration. What the captions were I think it was, the, I, I think it was more social. that photo was like yeah. the ice cold. It's actually my, oh, look at this actually. Hold on. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll, got a bit of show and tell here on the podcast. This. We're going to describe this. It's my background. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, look at that photo. That's a good photo. That's a good photo. That is ice cold. Ice cold. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he gave a little salute to us. I love the salute. Oh, so that was for you guys, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. The salute was, yeah, the salute was to us. What was the, the uh, ice cold? Yeah. You'd have to is that, are we calling it the Rashford or what are we calling it? Yeah, like, I think, I think I it was Rashford. Maybe that's what it was. I thought I saw something about a Rashford style celebration. What are your stances on goal celebrations? Do you have a favourite? Love them. I, I want to send the backflip one time, but I'm a bit scared. Do the Jingri's backflip. But, um, <laughs> if you fail it, it's going to be spectacular. <laughs> That's not a thing. We've got to buy it either way, no? I'm there for it, though. Either <laughs> you way. Well, you're going to be doing knee slide first goal back, no? Am I? Yeah. Well, what are you thinking? Knee slide. That doesn't sound Well, like I did show you my cel- I showed you my celebration down at the gym. What was that? Oh, well, was it not you? Well, you have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> I, think was, I think it was Nick. <laughs> Can't be long. No, I bit love, of a funny one though. So I love celebrations. I probably won't be doing that. Yeah, you were you were you were a big fan of the gritty last I season. F- I'm, season I'm a better I'm gritty than the first professional gritty. footballer to gritty. No, no rubbish. Rubbish. <laughs> well, I did that back in December 2021. But that's even embarrassing because I I have a better gritty than you. We're gonna have to do a gritty off. We're gonna have a grit off. I've retired now. Oh, so you've retired Speaking of all-time gritties, and I'm gonna bring him up again. Josh Nisbet, worst gritty in the team. Nah, nah. I'd argue. I'd argue. I'd argue Faz is up there. Oh, Faz is his poor. Yeah. He's putting the no tries, can't do it. Faz just... But I've tried to coach him. He's getting better. One-on-one <laughs> <laughs> gritty. One-on-one gritty coaching. One-on-one gritty, yeah. No, the gritty's yeah. been retired now, though. No, the gritty's done for. I don't think... Me and actually, Alo and I have a little celebration planned. Yeah. Just need to go on the pitch together and score. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully this weekend, hopefully this Sunday, but uh, we'll see how that plays out. Um, so Dan Hall, of course, scoring the first decent head of that one as well. Um, the second from Brian Caltech, as you said, that Oceania partnership there, Luke. Um, intentional? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't clearing it. No. 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 Have you got the Brian impression? Because Brian, the way he was telling the story of what, how he scored was hilarious. Can you do it? No, I can't. Do it. I, can't, I, wish, I can't do it. Either. I wish I could do it, but yeah. Maybe if the mics are off. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, they're off. Yeah. No, but he was just telling how he lost in the lights and he jumped and he kind of got bumped through so turn. He's like, I didn't know what was going to happen, and it just hit his head and went in. Yeah, well, that's pretty much what he said to Daniel Garb um, after the game as well on on Paramount. You know, just saying, oh, I just jumped and turned and it hit the back of my head and I thought it was going over, but then everyone was started screaming and yeah. here we are. It's like the happy. Biggest, uh, right. bloody centre back yeah. pairing in the league. Oh yeah, surely. Yeah. What? Yeah. surely. <laughs> Best vibes. The vibes. Great vibes there. And Jake yeah. Biggs, bro. They're both of them. The vibes in the back line are pretty good. I reckon. I yeah. want to say, yeah. I think a confident Dan Hall is one of the best 
Center backs, center backs in the league. Yeah, I think you already proved 100%. that. 100%. When yeah. he can yeah. get the year that him and Rosie were playing together was unbelievable. Oh, it was. When yeah. he can get his confidence, he drives into the middle and he can find the pocket tens. Look at that run that he made in the 91st minute oh, as well. Just beats three game. players yeah. and then absolute holy classic playing left wing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would have done that along the youth team, I'm sure. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he yeah. Did heaps every man. week, mate. Yeah, heaps for the yeah. academy. And that, that, that spot's now like that's 100 percent his now. Yeah, it's locked down. You got like you have to reward. You have to reward good performances yeah. and he's absolutely going to do that I think and, we'll get and, there yeah. but how great was it to see him there with Nathan Paul and the now Paul Hall combo yeah so now we've got this versatility there we can give mm-hmm. Caltech a rest that's needed that was really good to see and later in the game and we'll get to another goal and what actually happened in the goal but did not both of them get a touch in their attempts to get the off the crossbar from Faz oh, into the goal. Yeah, the so, so, they've become, so they've become desperate goal yeah. scorers now. Yes. They're going to be everywhere in the six-yard box. I think that crossbar is still rattling, actually, from Faz's <laughs> shot. He's absolutely leathered that. We, 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 I have to ask you guys about Mike Tulio. Is he dead set as much of a freak as what I think he is? Like, Is, is, is he just... I'd happily say he's, a, he's yeah. the best player I've ever seen. I've ever played... With, yeah. with or whatever, yeah, because I am dead set just in love with the guy, and like uh, that goal in that, that game, that third is goal just, was <laughs> that's world class. That's just not <laughs> good for the league. Like One touch just to get it out from his feet, and he loves and that. But he does that shit all the time. He loves he that foot on top so. of the ball. Yeah. Got it out. Like that um, foot on top of the ball. Yeah, sort the of roll thing yeah. that he does. Yeah. Yep. But like he's pr- he's done so many crazy things. He has. Like yeah. Wallen still sliding. On our pitch. <laughs> well, I remember watching that. Um, the even the goal last night. He chipped the keeper last night. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching the finals last year. I don't know if it was in the same game, but one when he curled it from outside the box against Adelaide. Yeah. yeah. That might be in the last game of the season. I think he scored two he scored in that game. The other one was when he just dinked it dinked over it. Joey. Yeah. Oh. Like, and that, that's just players that they don't even think to do that. They just – There was another just, moment in that semi-final that we played at Gosford um, where – was it Garuccio? He's just left – Absolutely dead on the turf. I mm. think he's still there, actually, if you go and look in that corner. <laughs> <of stadium. laughs> I mean, he, he's very quickly starting to become, like, top top five, like, like best, as in, like, most skilled Mariners players sort ever. of players ever. Yeah, oh, that's how I, I describe him. He's just an absolute Easily. Brazilian. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah he's, no he's, other way. He's, yeah, he's a definition of a Brazilian. He's like street football. Yeah, yeah like, like everything Benito. you think of. Yeah. Like, you yeah. bomb a ball up, absolute birdo bomb, yeah. right? And then... <laughs> He did one last night in the game. He did one last night in the game. He would just bring it down. Like, it's nuts. But the, shit, like, the stuff he does at training, he you can't get close to him. You try and press him and then he just leaves you turning and he just laughs at you. I remember <laughs> I remember one time in training, like he got the ball out wide and I was like a bit angry. I'm like, come on, Marco. Like, take me on, take me on. Like, get in his ear. Yeah. He'd step over, step over, step over, step over, step over. I'd dive in, touch the side. And as he's run away, I see him go, he, he, he. He's got this little laugh. <laughs> he loves it, eh? We did a finishing drill the other week. And he got the ball. It's like beat the mannequin. You play the one-two and you finish. He got the ball and he just did a reverse elastico, like the smoothest <laughs> I've ever seen in my life, and put it top bins and then just walked off. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went. It's the entertainment. Who's going factor. next? Yeah. Like he's going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one else wanted to go that, after yeah. that. No. He's just the entertainment factor all by himself. Like mm. that goal was worth the price of admission alone. Mm. And yeah. that's to say nothing. Every game he's got. More flicks than a hockey carnival, and it's like over one guy, and then he'll head it over the next guy, and then flick it over another guy. I was crapping on about it in the last pod, I think. Uh, and it's every pod, and it's every game. He's uh, been doing it since he got well, here. It's like he's something new backyard. to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Crazy, right. yeah. yeah. Like, and that's, that's stuff. like that's what we didn't have for years when we were 
bad, bad. Mm. We just didn't have those exciting sort of players. Mm. So I just, we, we just have to do everything we can to hold on to him. Because I was, I was pretty gutted when Maresh left because he's not not at that sort of level yet. I don't think. But you also, but he was sort of going that way. Well, yeah. But yeah, of course. <laughs> Let's not speak about that. Um, and then. But now, now that we've held on to Tulio, I mean, that was probably our most, almost our mo- most important resign. Mm-hmm. I think like, and that was huge. If I can say something about Tulio, if you really watch him specifically, you'll see he's one of the hardest working players in the whole team. Mm. He's always recovering back, always covering teammates if they need to, and he he's not one of those big number tens that are like, I'll deal with the ball, you run for me. He'll sacrifice for his team as well which just mm. makes you love him even more yeah. yeah I mean you saw it last season as well the amount of times that he sort of dropped in between the lines and that all these little runs through the channels like absolutely brilliant off the ball yeah mm. yeah works hard um, the lead up to that goal as well was something that we haven't really seen too much of until this point verticality verticality from Dan flicked on by Jing um, I think the layoff was from Torres Tulio bang easy beautiful Football's a simple game. And it's, and it's, it's play to your strengths. Like, we've got Jing there. He's an absolute monster. When he came back and I first saw him down the car park, there was like, oh, holy dooly. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, why not play to that strength? Beautiful knock on. Torres was smart. Instead of, you know, maybe taking it the other way, he did the smart thing. And then, wow, that that was sort of like the tonic for the week before when Fornaroli screwed us. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and uh, yeah, okay, except it was my fault for, you know, t- sitting there and telling everybody that Caltech had him in his pocket and then off he goes and does that. But, but yeah, that was sort of like a bit of a boost for those of us who were, you know, waiting for that to happen. So can you get better? Reese or, or Tulio. Rick or Tulio, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people still forget he's only fucking 25. I know. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That still what? freaks me out. 90, 98. He's only 25. A freak. And how does, how does he go with the coach? We were having a talk about um, he came off a couple, well, the weeks it was against it the, Melbourne it was the victory, victory game, yeah. game, and he didn't look happy about it. He was doing a Mo Salah and chucking uh, stuff off his wrist everywhere as he was coming <laughs> off, and he wasn't too happy about it. But I don't know. From the other side of the fence, we like that. We want that to be the coach's problem. We want to, the player wants to be mm. on the pitch. That's where we want him to be as well. We know that you know, we can't, we can't burn these players mm. because once you get to a certain point, then we've got to look after you. But. Um, but is yeah. that just a passion, like from yeah, your perspective? Yeah, like he's just annoyed at maybe like oh, I'm not going to speak for Jacko. Obviously, I don't know what his thinking was behind the sub, like, but potentially could have been like a you know just to reduce his minutes kind of thing. Resting like 400 yeah. billion minutes. The logical thing because <laughs> everyone's you know every game. He Even the fans minute. are running out of petrol. There's that yeah. much football. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it but feels yeah. like we haven't travelled before. The boys went away for this one. It felt like we haven't travelled. We have like four or five home games in a row or something. Mm. Go on, sir. No, I just that's that's all I have to say. I, I just well, think. Well, gets away. Oh, that's yeah, right. True. That got changed. Yeah, that came in, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. But no, the fans are reducing because we're running out of petrol, and yeah. so it's not surprising if we're you know redlining players or Niz as well. Like I thought Niz for sure would have come off last night oh, when we were he's up. Superman. His dad set played every minute except for the half hour, last half hour against Bali when we were up mm. six, whatever it was. Mm. The kid's a machine. Mm. Like just does not stop. Does not stop. Yeah, and especially playing on that tennis court, then, you know, it's a bit of a worry. Oh, um, the boys said that pitch was What's horrible. synthetic like for you guys? Is there, I hate it. Is hate there it. an obvious sort of a preference yeah, to no, 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 I've never met a footballer that like, would prefer synthetic. Yeah, no way. Because like, in the NPL, there's obviously a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of them are bad. A lot yeah. of them are bad. Rockdale, Landon Stadium sucks, man. Like Southo's that. pitch. Southo, oh, Southo's horrible. So bad. Because it's everything I imagine. It's like, it's obviously a lot harder. It's the bounce of the ball. It sort of holds up more. 
slight tackles probably feel like bloody carpet. Yeah, like yeah, it's, 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 I think I've got, you probably have the same permanent, permanent like scars, little marks yeah. here. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's healed, but it's all red and that just from constant slight tackles. You get these scars and you, these um, massive grazes, you go on the shower often and nothing stings more. Yeah, it'd, it'd yeah. literally be like sliding here yeah. on carpet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that pitch yeah. last night didn't look fun. The only thing I'll say about artificial is in Adelaide, probably after what happened in Sydney is that they brought all the artificial pitches in when I was a bit older. So for a time, there was like all new and for like a couple months, maybe even a year after they're new, they're okay, you can yeah. play on them. But then anything after that, they just, they don't get maintained. You're meant to redo them every five years or something. Yeah, but I think that's what clubs think. They just think if they can lay this thing down, then it's there and it's fine. 100%. It's done. And then it's yeah. like, oh, it's not going to grow, so I don't need to cut it. It's like, well. You still need a maintenance man, yeah. even if it is artificial. Yeah. You need to yeah. spread the freaking um, tires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Man, I hung up the boots two years ago, and I'm still finding those little bits of rubber in my socks through the house and stuff. Like that. That's, uh, but it just—it's just so bad for your body, like the groins, the hip flexors, knees, knees ankles. Yeah. Mm. It's a key difference with other sports, like hockey. Obviously, I've got a bit of history playing hockey, and uh, they play on water now, water based. But you wouldn't be able to put a football on that because it'd get wet and soggy and be yuck. I suppose. Think into the sand or well, sand was what. We, they used to do in the 90s when the first one, like Central Coast had one from 95 and uh, actually played in a few first grade grade finals on that. But anyway, that's another story. But um, so now though, they've, 1895. Exactly, they've, 1895. They, uh, but now they have water bases, two of them up there, and that's a lot smoother. It doesn't give you the burns like mm. um, the sand or the tyres down here do. And but I don't know if you could do that with football. Um, but yeah, that would be the the thing to do because I, I don't think those sports have the level of injuries the amount of pain I think it's a bit softer um, I so mean I can't imagine like for you now with your knee going back and playing NPL next season just, like if you do mm. it's not going to be that enjoyable you might be a bit sort of like hesitant yeah, at I times think, or like it's yeah I think that's I think that's a discussion that we're going to have definitely I think Ideally, I just play on grass pitches only, obviously. Yeah, especially um, as your first sort of coming back. Yeah, especially yeah. at the start. But Has your doctor mentioned it? Uh, not directly, no. Um, but like we saw Tappy, like Tappy got a run last night on the concrete. So Yeah, it was uh, yeah, yeah. heart and mouth stuff, I'm sure, for his, for his old man and his family mm-hmm. watching yeah. on that. Huh? He got, well, that's, yeah. Yeah, he got, he got smacked, smacked at one point yeah, a couple of minutes in. I was yeah, like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about your surgeon, but my surgeon said to me, you're not playing fives again with studs on. And so I said, oh, what about those little nibbly things like they use in hockey? He's like, no, that's a no. It's either indoor shoes that are flat or you're not playing on that surface mm-hmm. anymore. And on grass, it's only moulded studs there as well for me i'm old obviously so it's completely different but <laughs> but at the same time i can i'd be very hesitant as a professional to be walking onto those pitches yeah I'm, yeah i think it's it's i'm not the expert so you know I'd, I'll, I'll obviously listen to what they have to say but i think that is the plan at the moment to sort of just you know as many grass pitches as possible and and if we can avoid it you know as much as we can just stay off this synthetic because obviously yeah it's yeah, not ideal for the body. Well, yeah, yeah. Not I reckon the p- pitch that the Gunners played our grand final on this year was probably better than that crap last night down the back at Plume. So, <laughs> why do we need to have synthetic pitches? <laughs> it's a whole other can of worms. Uh, back to the football, of course. That result last weekend sees us flying up the table all the way into the dizzying heights of ninth after uh, two wins in the first seven rounds. Coincidentally, uh, our first seven rounds last season also saw two wins and a draw. So. On track, oh, very and similar start. Called I'll it add one to it. What happened in the cup first round last year? Three all draw, went to penalties and lost to Sydney. Lost to Sydney. 
Same away. Again. Yeah. Away. Conspiracies. Mm. Could be uh, could be a very uh, hmm. it's coming home, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying we're going so. back to back, but we're going back to back. <laughs> yeah. Of course we are. <laughs> Let's uh, cast our mounds back to yesterday evening. Your Mariners three, Stallion, Laguna, Nil, uh, our Asian Kings getting it done on foreign soil. Uh, Marco Tulio doing Marco Tulio things yet again, and Christian Theoharis as well, uh, punctuating that one there. The old uh, Kings of Asia, hey? <laughs> Imagine not getting out of your group. Couldn't be my club. Could never be my club. Shout out to City Football Group. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Unlucky. Um, yeah, look, I mean, conditions, we've already alluded to it, looked absolutely cooked over there. Pitch, travel delays. There was a nine, nine and a bit hour travel delay getting over there, I think. Nice, uh, what was it, like 3.30, 4pm local time kickoff. Yeah, 4pm local time. 95% humidity. Oh, see the shadows. With the setting sun. Yeah, in a cap. It was like watching a bloody yeah. game at Baker Park or something. <laughs> yeah. We have we have north south pitches. Apparently, they have east west ones. Which, <laughs> yeah. Because Bookers was obviously looking straight into it. The shadows were like twenty foot long behind every player, pointing straight at Bookers. So, uh-huh. Yeah, not, not good. good. But not yeah, good. job done. I'd say. We're yeah, that's now. It. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that are sort of saying, "Oh, the performance was you know it was trash to watch and blah." blah, blah. Care like mm-hmm. look at the conditions that were over there. I'm not too sure if our fans realised just how hard that would be. It was more about game management, really. This exactly. One, wasn't it? I thought we managed it really well because we were clearly trying to conserve some energy. That's mm. a smart thing to do, mm. and and we were good enough this time, which that was really enjoyable. So for me, I thought it was a really good performance in that situation. Mm. Far from a bad performance. All things considered, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tulio doing Tulio things, as we said, a little cheeky dink over the keeper. Lovely. Can't be offside from a throw-in. <laughs> no, he was ridiculously in behind. Actually, who threw it? Was it Docker? Docker, I think it? so, yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought it was. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the time Matt McKay got flagged offside from a throw-in? From a throw. <laughs> <laughs> How many offsides do we have in this one, actually? A few, actually. Yeah. Oh, 20 yeah. odd in the first, in the first half. half. Yeah. Uh. Not too sure that they were offsides, and uh, especially bitten after. Remember that offside back at our place? Was yeah. that against them? Yeah. Uh, I think so. There's yeah. no offside there, but we're going to call one anyway. <laughs> there's so a few. I think we did that a few times last night as well. I'm going to have a guess and say they probably didn't have any VAR facilities in that stadium. <laughs> no, there's no VAR in the <laughs> AFC Cup. And no facilities. Is it because at all? of that stadium? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the whole AFC Cup doesn't have it because one stadium can't. <laughs> well, that's there's just more trees on the other side. It kind of looked kind of nice, like with the trees and the, yeah, yeah. all the mopeds riding past yeah. and stuff. And yeah, it felt like, you know, game at Plume Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all um, those mopeds that go past the Plume Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> flying down the ridgeway on the moped. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. No. Uh, so all likelihood we will uh, be facing off against Phnom Penh at home in the first interzonal semi-final in uh, February, I think you said, Boise? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Uh, one leg in that one straight shootout and then... Is uh, it? Yeah. And at home because we won our group. Yeah. And they were in MacArthur's group, no? They are in MacArthur's group, yeah. They um, finished as the best second place. And so what MacArthur, were well, the results from MacArthur and them? They played tonight. Uh, uh, MacArthur and them. So Phnom Penh beat them 3-0 in the first game. Uh, MacArthur beat them 5-0 in the second game. At home, obviously, in a way. Like, yeah. 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 That's a massive statement about how hard it is to go to these places, even like last oh. night. Mm. Which is why winning, obviously, the group was important. It's huge. To make sure yeah. that we get through. But exactly. mm. surely. Surely, <laughs> this game is fair. We should be right. Yeah, the away games. Like I messaged yeah. Hall after the game. Like, how'd you go, bro? Uh, how how are all the boys? He said, "How was the game?" He said, "We just take that result and 
jet back to Australia. Yeah. Those well, games are never fun. Night. Yeah. Yeah. The well, boys seem cooked. And, Four yeah. o'clock kickoff, as you say, and apparently that's because the stadium didn't have the correct Lights. lighting yeah. uh, to be able to yeah play anytime after five o'clock. <laughs> People on the mopeds. Revving their engines. I'm going to turn it back around on you guys now. Um, you asked how far we think we can go. How far do you guys think we can go in this competition? Well, Win it. Why we can't. Mm-hmm. I like it. Like in all seriousness, but like the standard of some of these, you know, sort of teams. Like if you look at when we when we were at our absolute best last season still probably haven't got back to there yet but like we would be smacking some of these ones by a fair way I would Mm -hmm. imagine I I don't think it's too disrespectful even for you boys to sort of say look the standard is not there in this comp we should be going pretty far if Mm -hmm. not all the way us and MacArthur yeah really probably my logic of why we can't go all the way yeah yeah I don't know what like I was saying before I don't know what the other sides of the draw are like what their standard is but from what I've seen in our side, like especially if we get home games, it's almost just like draw your away games, win your home games. Mm. And if we have the two leggers, and yeah, I think we but should. But I be will sweet. say yeah. as well, it's sometimes those games people underestimate them massively because, in my opinion, they can be even harder than the so-called top teams. Mm. Yeah, because it's easy or supposed to be easy. easy. Yeah. The cliche you know, of dropping down, and the whole cliche of you know you performing at the level that they do, and all and that is it because like you know they they they're sort of probably in the mentality as well that right we'll just sort of pull everyone back and park the bus a bit and mm-hmm. just sort of sit around the box and try and get and hit sort on of the, the guys on the counter. Yeah. Like, That's sort of what they do if most we can, of the time. Conceding an early goal to an Asian team away from home might be one of the worst things in football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the time wasting, the ball boys going missing, the, yeah. the yep. parking the bus. And they're good, they're good at it. Yeah. They're masters. good at that. Masters, masters at the uh, shithousery. The dark arts. Mm. Yeah. The dark arts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. You boys come up with a good question. It is, of course, that time of the week where we answer your questions. And as always, thank you all so much for all your submissions across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the ccmfans.net forum. Starting over on Facebook this week with Sandy Taylor. Sandy says, love your work, boys. When the boys travel, I guess I share a hotel room. Listening to Nizzy last week, uh, here he now shares a house with Maxi. When the boys travel, who shares with who and uh, who's mates off the field? Um no so one. I've just moved in with Nathan Paul in the North Any. It's actually funny. The story North Any. North Any. Oh, nice up there. We were living in one of Rich's apartments in Gosford. Oh. Beautiful spot. One of Rich's apartments. I like that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Simo, Simo says, "No, come, Nathan, come have a chat." Uh, but yeah, all good. He's like. You're leaving. Gaffer's moving in there. <laughs> no Get problem. Simo, no need to tell me twice. Didn't want to get the real that. Got uh, Simo found us an apartment in North Entrance, 100 meters to the beach. Me nice. and Nate walked for the beach for a morning swim, coffee. Sasha's complaining because he has to come down our ends all the time. He lives on the other side of the <laughs> coast, so. And the only reason I complain is because you never come down my ends. <laughs> <laughs> but me, Nate, and Faz all live that side. And it's uh, on the way home from training for us. Yeah. Mm, mm. And so we're going to oil. It's a long way. Yeah. That's fair, I reckon. Because you still got your creature comforts at home? Yeah, yeah, still at home. Yeah, still at home. And <laughs> Wish I was still at home. Don't sound any more excited. <laughs> oh, I love it. No, I do. I love it. I love it. It's good. It's good. How's the uh, how's the chimney container going? 
Great, actually, yeah. yeah. Really good. Yeah, it's we, we're I, always I, busy there. I'm sure you've given a shout-out on here. Oh, shout-out Kefich, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but obviously, Kefich. you know, if anyone goes there, they might see Sash there behind, behind there, yeah, yeah. making a few coffees. And they do. Potentially. See, the yeah. boys are always hanging out there. Yeah, we are. The boys, actually, we are We, we are there a lot, aren't we? <laughs> lately, since we moved from Gosford, we haven't been there as much lately, but... But if we do train at the stadium, we we'll always do go there. Mm. The coffee's good. Good coffee. It is good coffee. It is good. It is. Yeah. And uh, potential expansion plans in the works as well. So Yeah, yeah we are tuned. looking to expand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we have been for a while. I think it's just a matter of finding the right location. And, you know, we've got such a good spot there. Like, so much good, good traffic. Mm. Um, like you guys are saying, good coffee. Like, we pride ourselves on that. So, you know, if you've got a good location and good coffee... And you know, <laughs> pretty good recipe. Yeah, like you know, hopefully good staff, friendly staff. Then I think you know you, you can't really go wrong, really. So we're just waiting for a, a good opportunity to pop up, and then yeah, we're definitely interested in having another one somewhere. Love to see it. Yeah. What's the what's the weirdest housemate uh, sort of a combo that's mm. in the squad at the moment? Is it like a weird pair that's like that like you wouldn't expect to be together? Yeah, or like that's a bit odd. Or is, is there is, is, I is, is, is there any weird, weird housing arrangement? Weird is Jack. Wachowski and Big Deal Keeper living together. Two keepers living together. She never. Oh, it's never oh, happened. Really? Nah. Is that a no-no? So, I, mean, See, I thought you... that, but they... They're perfect for each other, yeah. but two keepers. Oh, no, no. I wouldn't want to be living in <laughs> The gloves would never be off. They're, in, they're like borderline in love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're almost, they've almost good taken over top bowman. They don't even walk around. Bro-mans. They can't even walk around the training field without holding yeah. hands. Because <laughs> who, who was the previous bromance? It was uh, oh, well, H-Mac and... Uh, was it Damo? No, not Damo. The H-Mac and Damo, well, I don't think they We all live together, me, H-Mac and Damo. Yeah. yeah. I think top bromance now is obviously Docker and Tulio. They're inseparable. Mm. Uh, great story. We were at the beach the other day. We, where were we? Remember, we, and you didn't come because you had to go, and then the storm came on the Saturday when it was really hot? Ah, uh, Wombie. Yeah, but why didn't you come? Can't remember. Oh, anyway, so actually come. <laughs> me, me, Faz, Hawley pull up to Wombie. We see this guy in the ocean. He's got dark skin. He's flapping around. He's <laughs> fucking alone. Alone in the ocean, flipping. So we run over to him. We try him. As we're running over to him, someone runs over to us. And his docker, he's running to us. And as we're running to a low, and Tulio's on the mat, and Stormy's walking behind us. And this, we did not plan this at all. This is a team reunion at the beach. And then we're sitting down, Dan leaves, you want to go home. Next thing I know, Max Ballard's walking on the beach with sushi. And if you know Maxie, I think that's probably the first time he's been out on the beach in Womble, probably ever. Ever. <laughs> Never to and be why seen. why was he not with Niz? And what? Yeah. Nizzy was playing. Ah. Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I'm not getting more beef with Nizzy. Oh. So then Max comes. And we're like, Max, what are you doing? He's like, I just came down here. I didn't know anyone, anyone was going to be here. And then and then we're just sitting there. And then freaking someone else walks up. And it's Kate out. The youth team and first team S&C. And he's like, boys, what are you doing? And he's like, there's like 10 of us that just happened to pull up at one time. It was <laughs> Meanwhile, buddy, our lows in the water still. Yeah, <laughs> Oh no, we were at Aaron and I was getting a new phone. Oh, that's what I called you about Mm. time, just quietly. Yeah, (laughs) that's after you coming. I called you boys and I said, "Are you still at the beach? I'm coming now." And you just said, "No, we just got rained on." Yeah, because that was when that massive storm came on Saturday. Uh, See, you wouldn't get that in Melbourne. No, true. Just saying, just a little. You wouldn't get the beautiful beach. We didn't even ask you the question of who's got the weird housing. Who's even living together? The odd couples. I don't know. Dan and Chrissy. And Brian sometimes. Who's in those weird apartments at the entrance still along the long like, jetty line? Like, is there any like boys. mostly youth boys? Well, that's that's yeah. where Dylan and Trialis. Yeah. yeah, Dylan, 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 Jack are there. Jack are there. 
I live with Nays, Max and Nizzy, Jack and Jill. <laughs> Jack and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to stick. That's <laughs> I think that's anyone else lives together. So who does the cookie now with you? We actually have a great combo. Got a little baby Weber on the balcony. Yeah. yeah. I do the meat. Nate does the salad and the potatoes or whatever, like 50-50. Perfect. Perfect. He's Mom been waking up. I'm not a morning person at all, so yeah. he like, walks in my room, opens the blinds, we go yeah. for a swim. Yep. To be fair, I don't mind cooking myself. We actually share. Actually, you would. We share given what you do. Yeah. yeah, we actually share it around quite a bit. Mm, we yeah. all, we all like. To be fair, we all contribute in my family, which is nice. I actually quite enjoy it. To be mm. honest, I don't mind whipping up something. What's your go-to? Oh, my family always come at me for the snizzle. Burek. No, snizzle. Or the yeah. Burek. yeah, but <laughs> snizzle. That's what I'm Schnitty. known for. Mine. Really? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're obsessed with my schnitty. Yeah, right. Like, do you That's like? Fair. Do you go start? With sort of the no crumb, do your own crumb, do all that, like do the whole thing. Nah, or just, no. <laughs> what are we doing? Then? The coals, the coals, like frozen schnitzel. No, I'm, I'm just I'm buying the crumb, but yeah, I'm just buying the breast. I'm filling in the breast myself, taking okay, all the yeah, fat off. Yeah, and then um, I'm not using flour. Mm. If that's weird, I don't know. But then yeah, I just make I just do my eggs and I put everything in the eggs. So like whatever I'm feeling, really, a bit of paprika, salt, pepper, yep. a bit of oregano. Dip it in that. Dip it in the breadcrumbs. Okay, yeah. So you're pretty in, legit. Cook yeah. it in. Um, yeah. I cook it in oil and butter. Yeah, yeah. That, that's good. Yeah. Is that? Is that's that good. I feel like that's just pretty like normal. Like fry, yeah. that's good. I don't know. Yeah. I normally season the breadcrumbs, not the egg, but yeah. Right. Yeah, I season the egg. Yeah, right. Might give it a crack. But then actually, my bubba actually told me what I should be doing is putting a little bit of flour in the breadcrumbs. And mixing that together so you don't have to do two different. Gonna need a whole new segment here, cooking with goods. (laughs) We're gonna have to get a lot of interviews in because uh, Vegemite Toast gets really uh, early for me. That's my specialty. Nisbet and the Koals is over now, so <laughs> now it's going to be coming with Would have been a grand Nisbet and the Koals. Oh, yeah. when, when he was living with Garang and Jing and Lo live together. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be a party. Because from Sydney, so he just stays with the Lowe's family when he comes up. Oh, right. Okay. okay. Yep. Yeah, um, but, that's, yeah. but that makes sense. A Lowe's at home slash with Jingy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a local though. Wombi. Wombi. It's got a Wombi. <laughs> I was waiting for the Wombaraw to actually see if he knew it was Wombaraw. Wombi. <laughs> Wombi. Oh, yeah, you were straight on it, huh? He's, um, here's one I've got here from uh, from Dean Payne, actually, over on Facebook. little game of who would you pick in your squad from previous Mariners players has given us uh, three rounds of this game. First round is John Sutton or Azdrabal? Sutton. <laughs> <laughs> Sutton delivered something, didn't he? That's premiership winning John Sutton to you, yeah. Yeah. If I was going to a Kung Fu tournament, then I'd go for Astrobal <laughs> for his little Kung Fu moment that that was the end of him after that, I think. Good Kung Fu kick, but all over. I'm going John Sutton. Yeah, I've got to go Sutton. Luke? Uh, yeah, Sutton. Sash? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd have to go Sutton. Astrobal was funny, though. Was funny to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I did like watching Astrobal because he did, he did make me laugh. Some of the things you did. Yep. <laughs> uh, Zach Anderson or Jake McGing? That's tough because I feel like both of them were, were... Like peak Jake McGing was... Yeah, yeah, as was Anderson. I thought like there was a good play. Yeah, big Ando. He did, some, he did some bits in the ACL for us. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going with Anderson. I'm going Ando. I'm yeah. going Jakey. 
I sat there on the, you know. You've got uh, a bit of a loving with Jake. I have got a little bit of a loving with Jake. Well, I was sitting there on the stretcher bench watching him score that Hattie in the youth, I don't oh. know how many years ago, and it was like, when is he going to get a go at the holding midfielder spot? And he never did, really. Mm. Um, but, yeah. When he did, though. When he did. Yes, exactly. Mm. So, yep, sticking with Jakey. Mm. Shout out to Jakey. Oh, I'm going Ando for me. Zach Anderson. Smith. I'll go Zach Anderson because he was my former boss. I was going to say, <laughs> careful, <laughs> careful. <laughs> Smart, wise. Uh, and final round, Oliver Bazanic or Tom Hiralie? You can't go past the prime Bazanic. Nah, I'm Church of Ferrari, mate. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I got boss. I got boss. Yeah. Who was the second one? Tom Hiralier. Uh He was here for two seasons. Uh, I want to say 16, 17 and 17, 18. Yeah. Had a massive impact on Noah. Memorable player life of me. Oh, was that? Where were you then? Late <laughs> oh, yeah, young kid. You would have been, yeah. <laughs> young kid, yeah. Mm, mm. Um, no, he was class. Boss I mean, for me, mate. Peak boss is, is hard to go boss, past, but yeah. I mean, Hiralier just for Hiralier things. True. Mm. Uh, Johnny Needham on Facebook asks, is the last few weeks the turnaround that we need? Um, and what are your what are your biggest issues that you think we still need to sort out? Yeah, that, that's probably a good question for you too. <laughs> where's, um, where's, where's, where's sort of Jacko saying that we need to sort of really focus on? I think the main thing he's been harping on is probably our finishing. Mm. Yeah. Um, like we create so many opportunities and so many chances um, I think it's just either the final pass, the final yeah, cross, the final finish, whatever it is, the decision-making at the time, yeah. just all that comes into the topic of finishing and mm. I think end product and that's probably what he's been harping on the most about. Yeah, end product. But also like at the start of the year, it was no secret that we're having issues on the counter. Mm. We f- we fixed that now. I think, yeah, I think we definitely cleaned up that. Um, we had a few issues from corn, like defensive set pieces. We conceded a couple and in the cup, there was like I think all three goals we conceded all set piece yeah. except for Nate's own goal but I think we th- scored can see three corners or whatever and um, clean that up so now this finishing is something we'll focus on for a couple of weeks and hopefully clean it up and, and in response to the first question how is this like the turnaround um, I think it's such a long season it's, you can't say this is it we're going to be fine from now mm. you're always going to have ups and downs mm. I remember my first year here, we it was 15 games or 13 games into the season and we were like 10th mm. no one at that stage would have said Oh, we're going to go win. We're not going to lose. We're going to lose one game of the last sixteen and finish third or fifth or whatever we finished that season. Our first twelve games were only won three games mm. of those first twelve. So spot on. Yeah, absolutely. You can't predict it. It's such an up and down. And that is another thing that Jack has been harping on about is that he wants us to stay neutral. You can't ride the roller coaster. Two highs with the highs, too low with the lows. Every win is just another step. We get better every week, and very important. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely been like that. Always, always positive after a loss and mm. always looking at, you know, the good things as well, not just saying, oh, we did this poorly or, you know, hammering us for, for a poor performance, you know, also showing us what we did well and, you know, signs that what he's trying to implement on us is paying off and, you know, that we're improving and stuff that he's, you know, wanting us to. So, And I think maybe from his perspective, obviously it was a big loss to lose Monty and Serge, but we've had that success so like externally from our perspective there's like the pressure on you guys that all right we've got the success now that we had sort of a long time ago now we want that more so we have a few losses or like a bad start and then everyone's like even us a little bit yeah but maybe from jacko's perspective he's not sort of feeling the pressure as much because he wasn't here 
Yeah. So it's like all fresh for him. So maybe, mm-hmm. so maybe that's a good thing in a way that he doesn't feel the pressure. So he's not putting that on you guys. Where I like the pressure though. Yeah. 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 And obviously, you know, as a professional, you want some element mm. of the pressure as well, right? Like well, everyone, everyone, just, everyone says, oh, we're the lowest, you know, lowest budget, the, you know, the bum of the A-League, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, well, when are people going to start, you know, putting a bit of respect in our name? Because, yeah. of, you know. And I hate that stuff, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've, I agree. I think the fans should have a high expectation of us. We've done the whole backs against the wall with a small little shitty club thing for like 17 years. Yeah, that's right. We don't need to do that anymore. Not at all. Like, it's not, it doesn't need to be a thing. But that's why I also think like we sh- should be playing Saturday nights, Friday nights on Channel Ten. Prime we should time, be getting ten thousand people. Yeah. yeah. The, the boys, they what they did last year, it was amazing. No one expected them to do it. Whatever, they did it. So now we got to reap the rewards. People, should, we need better game times. We need to be playing big games. Yeah. Playing freaking the Melbourne Victory, Sydney's, whoever on Saturday nights. Like, yeah. and then the hard thing is, if we get a game like Friday night and we get. Four and a half thousand people. Like, that's, yeah. that's, that's embarrassing. People, yeah. Well, Friday that's night doesn't work for us, does it? But but no. you're right. Saturday night we do deserve you know to have some of those against the big teams, not against the crappy teams, not on the same night as the, you know having five o'clock when there's a derby. On I was about to say, then they whatever. put us against Newcastle, bloody five o'clock. Then they have the yeah. Sydney derby or whatever at the same time on the Saturday. So yeah. what, what do you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what yeah. are you scheduling, bloody two derbies on the same day for? Mm-hmm. Give our game a little bit of respect, and just it's not. I don't know. Like. I'm not an expert on putting together a football draw, but surely there's a better way <laughs> that it can be done than what it is now. Yep. Yeah, I think we definitely deserve at least, you know, more primetime games than what we've been given. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. And, and we need them at times that are going to suit us. We're a commuter town, so Friday nights are shit. Simple mm-hmm. as that. Because yeah. people are buddy working until 5 o'clock. They don't get home till 7 o'clock. They're not going to the game. Mm. Add to that, you know, 35 degrees sometimes, and they're going to the beach. Or they're getting don't. in the pool, or they're turning the air conditioner. Our biggest buddy competitor is Wombie. Like, <laughs> it's a super competitor. It is. <laughs> used to live there. It's a super. It's a hard one to get past. Like. Yeah. yeah, but it's true. You can't blame some people. Are like, well, do I come to the football or do I go to the beach when it's thirty-five degrees on a Sunday afternoon? It's like, yeah, like it's, it's, it's hard to draw it's, a crowd it's, in as well. And it's hard to sit here and be like, oh, it's hot in the stand when you guys have to actually go out and be in it. But it is hot in the stand. <laughs> like, yeah, right. it's hot to stand in the bay or whatever, or be like in the sun for bloody two hours and just mm. sweating your ass off mm. watching you boys run around, like. <laughs> people with young families are going to be like I'm going to the beach yeah. like, but on the question I don't think we've really it's been a sort of a turnaround I think we've just sort of slowly established this trajectory now and there's a trajectory that's heading us upwards we seem to improve just a little bit here and there each time and we're playing a lot of football and that seems to be giving us an opportunity to show that we're improving so you know gaining confidence in the stand as well stands as well yeah I think the last sort of three weeks you've been able to maybe see more of what sort of Jacko's been trying to imprint on the squad in terms of his playing style and and, um, trying to establish that but also we've seen a bit we've seen some opportunities given to young players things changing a little bit and because of that then you know they've been a success and that has been you know a fantastic part to the trajectory that we've established so so yeah it feels to me like we're on the up and uh you know, we've, we've got a pretty crappy team that we're coming up against this weekend, so we're <laughs> only as good as your last game against us. <laughs> Can't wait. Speaking of putting respect on names, Matty McGurr on Instagram says, G'day, fellas, my young bloke wants to know when Faz and Niz will play for the Socceroos. Soon. Needs to happen. It's got to be soon, right? Should have been yesterday, honestly. Well, we already said last week, didn't we, that Boz and Faz, like, mm. he's up against... Boss, yeah, Jordan Boss, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's it. The, to me, 
I'm just hopeful that Faz is not going over the top and we'll lose him in January. A couple of others in the team that I'm a bit worried about as well. Tulio's among them um, in January. I'm sure so. no one wants Buddy Faz to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm driving to the airport. We can't not so love mate, Faz. I'm playing off to Scotland most likely. <laughs> no, Faz we, should be playing somewhere. No, for we, sure. can, we can't not love Faz. The 50-year veteran, 55-year oh, veteran of the Central Coast for me and, uh, you know, went to school with his dad and, you know, so Faz. He's gone up levels this season, hasn't he? Well, yeah. I um, always after the games when I'm signing autographs, I ask every, for most kids who their favourite player is and there's two answers and I'm sure you can guess who they are. <laughs> Nizzy and Faz. Yeah. Oh, Faz and Faz just goes, thank you. <laughs> Nizzy like, oh, yeah, it's just hilarious. always Nizzy and Faz. It's never Tulio, it's never, it's always Nizzy and Faz mm. and it's because they're every week Top of the table, yep. so top of the team. So yeah. consistent, yeah. always delivering. Super consistent. Yeah, both has got that sort of hometown hero thing about him as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Socceroos when him and Boss are going to be there for a long time. I say. Mm. Yeah, like, I'm not the honey, but I'm picking them both. Mm. Like, That's fair. I don't know. I mean, that's what our left back. Do. That's our left back one and two for the next probably bloody fifteen years. If we're looking for like, yeah, oh, Bossy can even start playing on the wing as well. He's mm. had good games on the wing. Yeah, oh. yeah, right. Yeah. Those two competing are going to make each other better anyway as well. So mm. it's scary yep. to think what you know what they can get to. But speaking of Faz, Karen Boyce on Facebook says the talk is Faz may go in the January transfer window, as uh, Noah was just alluding to uh, driving him to the airport. There, who do we bring in to replace him? Noah Smith. Noah Smith. <laughs> 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 Karen, who do you think? Noah? I can think of many. She's right. I'm a winger. We need to do that. <laughs> Plenty of young boys coming uh, through, Noah. There is. <laughs> Some people are turning from injuries. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go and have a word to mum later yeah, on. I was going to say to mum. She got with the guys, I'll have a word. Nah. <laughs> I think we definitely need to bring oh. someone in, though. No, just... <laughs> this guy, bro. There's going to be a punch on here. <laughs> Oh, Mason Lunny oh. on Facebook says, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as we compose ourselves, uh, the club comes to you, lads, lads, and says, pick the best three kits from previous years. What are your choices? Uh, one of the ACL sash kits. The sash kit. I yeah. love a good sash. The palm tree kit. 100%. That's white with blue, I presume, Boise? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Definitely um, the palm tree kit. Yeah. That kit that we wore in the one off match for the ACL qualifier that we never we wore it that one game and then never got to wear never got to wear it again. Yeah. I love that kit. Yeah. Um and it two. wrongly has five appearances in the ACL. Yeah. And now it. it's now it's kind of like a rare kit yeah. as well. Love it. Um and I do like our now tweaked kit for this season. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. I do like it. With the yellow on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Been asked this before. Got to go back to the 10th anniversary one. Fan design kit. Might have had a little bit of part in that. Mm-hmm. Like playing kits. 10-year anniversary. Loved it. Hutch. Uh, and uh, over to Cameron Smith very quickly on Twitter. 
Uh, I hate you so much, Cameron. Start one, bench one, sell one. Academy graduate edition. Ooh. I've been mulling it over all afternoon. So, I know, I, I know, I players. know one of the answers to this already from one of you two. Fuck him up, He's given us three choices, right? So you have to choose one to start, one to bench, and one to sell. Uh, your three choices are Dan Hall, Jacob Farrell, and Josh Nisbet. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'll talk seriously. <sighs> I'm, I'm not selling Faz because yeah. it's the cash. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. Of course you are. I love how you say I'm talking seriously before you say that's a big one. I'm selling Faz because. <laughs> He has the highest value right now, I yeah, think. it's the cash. Uh, he makes us the money. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm starting this and I'm bringing on Dan in the 45th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Up top. Really sure. Yeah. Nice yeah. cop out Left there, wing. actually. 45th minute substitute. Nah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what, do you bring him on at six and give, give Nizzy a rest? Reassure, no, nah, I'll bring him on when we're winning 1-0 and he just clears everything and goes on Maisie's. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Mm. What are you saying, Serge? Keep them all and start them all. <laughs> <laughs> Not the option, buddy. Diplomatic. Diplomatic. I do agree. I think Faz probably, if you're, after, if, if you're greedy like you and you want cash, Faz is probably the, the sale. But I'll give, I'll give Niz the move. Mm. Uh, um, and I'm going to start Hawley and bench Faz because... Is there a better reason? If I keep Faz and bench him, am I putting myself in? Yeah, if you want. <laughs> I'm benching Faz. Just right it's hand, your game, man. Play it however you want. <laughs> What's he? Uh, I'm going to have to sell Niz just because I love him and want him to get a move. Um, I have to. Uh, that's hard now. Bench Faz just because Noah's in the room. Um, <laughs> Pressure, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, start then. <laughs> right, I've been benched for Faz a lot of times. I won't take offence to it. <laughs> it was. Noah's burned me out a bit because um, that's where I was going. Cash for Faz. Plus, you get the game then. Mm. Well, someone gets the game. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and although, like you, Boise, I'd love to see Niz uh, get that opportunity. So, yeah, a bit torn about that. But Niz is too much of a controller of the game for me to say goodbye to him. So, sorry, Dan, you're on the bench. Love you, but you're on the bench. Fair enough. I've refused to take part. I'm sitting out of this one. That wasn't an option. Yeah. But you said... There's two cheats in the room. No, Uh, but I did also say... I did give my answer. No, I... um, I uh, I agree with no one ever. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was going to say no one. one. I agree with no one. No one. (laughs) Almost. Um, Sell Noah. Is there a really? <laughs> I'm going to just copy voice here. Sell Niz, uh, bench Faz, start Dan. Okay. Give Smickles a start. Sucked in Faz. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a respite. Like. I hope he listens to this. <laughs> he does. <laughs> nah, I don't. I'll just put it up. Next time we're going to lunch or something, I'll just bang it on in the car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it before so I'll know when so everyone says, because yeah. Noah's in the room, I'll just turn it down and turn it on when they hear <laughs> I'll send you the timestamps, mate. Yeah, easy done. Uh, and uh, finally, one from Corsair on the ccmfans.net forum saying he's keen for some more away games. What is the best away game outside of New South Wales and Adelaide. why? 
No. Wellington. Are you still banging on about Wellie. Adelaide? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the day I die. Wellington. Wellie yeah, 100%. Wellington. Yeah, Wellie and then Adelaide. Wellington. Although, I don't know if anyone were oh, well, alive because Auckland are coming into the city. Mm. I did an away trip to Auckland and played at Eden Park with Brisbane last year. One of the best. We went after the game, we went to this little bar. It's called Finn McCool's, I think. Um, little Irish bar. Jay O'Shea took us there. Just We'll just talk and plan some drinking games together. This live band just starts setting up. We're like, this is cool. It's just us. Next thing I know, there's 150 people in this tiny dance floor. One of the best nights I've ever had in Auckland. Walk back to the hotel. People everywhere. Yeah. Highly recommend. Good nights out in New Zealand, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wellington's a great circuit. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to go back. Welly away. Bring it on. What's what's your favourite to play from a pitch or footballing Mm. experience Mm. from change room, getting to a ground? Like, what's the best facility-wise we don't want to toot your horn anymore, but people saying Adelaide and us have the two best pitches. Pitches, mm-hmm. yeah. Our pitch is getting a good rap this season. Mm, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It's carpet. It's really nice. Adelaide pitch is very good as well. And the stadium. And the thing is that you can see the similarities between the two stadiums. They're small. Yeah. Yep. They're boutique. They're rectangular. They have good pitches. Is Amy Park overrated then? I liked Amy Park. That's what I was going to say. I liked Amy Park, but obviously I've watched a lot of games and stuff and I thought the stadium was cool. So I always wanted to just you know, go there and experience it from a player's point. And I did, which was cool. But yeah, maybe a little bit overrated, but still still awesome. Yeah. Really good facility still. Yeah. Actually I'd argue Bank West have good facilities. Oh Bank West is a joke. All the stadiums that also play rugby there are unbelievable because they've got yeah, the yeah. big um those ice baths are crazy. Like mm. there's so many like rooms inside your like given change uh, the new FSFS is a joke as well yeah massive change room big warm up area built in spas and ice baths and like the tunnel to walk to the pitch showers are good too Bank Bank West is a fucking maze I got lost last time I was working there Mm. trying to find my way out from one of the media rooms upstairs I was wandering around for 25-30 minutes going where the fuck am I (laughs) (laughs) what about you Pat the fan experience. Did, did we? Do you actually? Did yeah, you, Welly. Welly. You're, away. you're Welly. I haven't done Welly. Me yeah, either. Annoyingly, but I do like Amy Park. I'll tell you I what. Bar- like Barley away slaps. Yeah, Melbourne's. Good. Yeah, I bet, it does. I bet it does. No, no, yeah, I'm, I'm Barley away is probably hard to get past. Total yeah. convert about Adelaide after the. Uh, like, oh. I went there and we lost. And that yeah, was, the last couple of times in Adelaide have been hard because it wasn't one of them the cup semi or whatever, and then the final that we lost. I went over. We lost the final. I went over the semi final last season. One of them. Yeah, and we won that. And that not was, the cup semi, but and that was the best away trip I've been on. The uh, other oh, semi final, A League semi final, everything about it. must have been the cup. We finally that. won while I was in yeah. Adelaide. That was yeah. a good start. And then after that, I'd had about a million beers catching the uh, tram back into town with all the Mariners fans. Yeah. Well, three, three to six of us and four thousand of them. Yep. Um, I do like Adelaide because like you start in Hindley, then you you work your way over to a yeah. bar, whatever near the ground, the get the tram yep. back. But and obviously you'd know this. On like a bloody Friday or a Saturday night, that main strip in Adelaide is just chaos. This was King's Cross in the nineties. It's because it's the only place to go. It's mm. chaos. Uh-huh. So there's <laughs> Street, and then there's a few like um, Peel Street, and a few different ones run uh, yeah. off the side, perpendicular of it. to it, yeah. and with little bars and that. It's always pumping. There's yeah. espresso martinis no rules. and Hindley Street and yeah. Eggy and Pete coming to get me out of a fight that I wasn't even oh, yeah, in. That's and right. Yeah. Unreal, <laughs> <laughs> unreal times. I'm walking past this kebab shop on Hindley Street and. What do you do? Riding a scooter back to the hotel DUI and not realising it. Allegedly. You name it, unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Out of control. 
<laughs> it was good. It was good. Um, and one really, really quickly from Dylan Owen Wilson, who loves you, Moz. Uh, would you guys take Danny to Silver back at the Mariners? No. No. Did you get in ahead of Niz or Maxi? No. No, it's a no. He, um, Danny's dashed with me after the badge slap and then see you later. Yeah. Well, yeah. I loved him when he did the badge slap out. I remember it was, what was it, Campbelltown? He did the badge slap. And I was like, man, uh, yes, Danny. And then he just, it all just went pear shaped. Shout out to Paolo. He'll never wear yellow again. There it is. Let's <laughs> wait until the end. There it is. <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Well, as the sun sets at the center of excellence here and uh, our good friends Sash and Smiggles have had to depart to get some dinner, it is that time where we look ahead to our next match. It is, of course, a grand final replay. Your Mariners against City Football Group. Lads, how are we going to go in this one? Should be easy done, shouldn't it? (laughs) Based on recent form. Yeah, we've got them covered, haven't we? I think Scott Jamieson's going to play about as much of a part in this match as he did in the last game we played against him, actually. <laughs> well, how much impact can he have now that he's the vibe manager there? Can he? <laughs> I mean, well, that's, that's, that's the joke he played zero minutes, right? <laughs> I saw him on the bench hanging around. What is? Does he actually have a role? Uh, is he just trying to insert himself just to hang around? <laughs> vibe manager, surely. <laughs> What vibes does he bring? He's been, oh, not very good ones. Not very good ones at all. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see him and, uh, and Andy Benal potentially uh, reunited at last. City have endured, well, not a, uh, not a fantastic start to the season by their lofty standards either. They have played seven, won three, lost three, drawn one. Similar sort of record to your Mariners played seven, one, two, drawn one, lost four. Um, Jamie McLaren, goal scoring woes. Too scared to take a penalty. Mm. Yeah, apparently. Mm. Yeah, tap ins have dried up. Mm. Uh, penalties are poor. He's in danger if he can't score from the spot because he's getting closer and closer to the goal to <laughs> to how far out he can actually bloody finish. Um, yeah, they're, I, they're, they're not they're not the same team. They're not the same team as they were under Kisnorba. They weren't the same team leading up to the grand final. Mm. They were not the same team in the grand final. They were not the same team at the start of this season, which clearly led to a coaching change. And I still don't think they're the same team. No. There's just no aura now. Like There was this aura of, you know, consistency and and they were just, you know, a, a difficult – they were a juggernaut and, and you didn't want to face them. But now it's sort of like, um, you know, bring him to our stadium so we can humiliate him there. That's what, that's what we like. So mm. they're just not – yeah, they're – yeah, nothing. But it's been a bit of a stuttering start. They did um, they did open the season with a resounding six 0 loss to uh, to Adelaide, who themselves have not been fantastic since. Um, then losing at home to Boreham United, winning against Sydney FC, drawing against Macarthur, losing to Wellington, who, in fairness, have probably been one of the surprise packets of the season. Um, but another two draws in their uh, Asian Champions League. Um, they've won their last two on the bounce though in the A League. Um, and now Lecky is out. He, yeah, he was out and then back again, and uh, now he's gone. Now he's back out again. Um, so yeah, I mean the, they've got a couple of, you know, Arsenal's been pretty good. Arsenal, I think, is a worry. Um, that's that's like for me, that's probably the main danger. Mm. Out, outside of that, in an in an attacking sense, and you know, I know I know Jamie McLaren has all these records and and scores for fun most of the time, but I just as a general threat. In general play, mm. 
I still don't see it. <laughs> mm. I still no, no. I still I, don't I see what he adds in a build-up sense. Holding the ball up, he's not not the best. That's not really a target man. Mm. He, he doesn't really drop as deep like maybe like a Cummings would in that sort of a sense. Uh, it just I don't know. But mm. he does what he is very good at is obviously finding himself in the right positions most of the time inside the six-yard box. So the left left and right flank is going to be key to cut out any sort of a service that comes across into the box to set him up. A couple of the, a couple of the boys, and, and one in particular who we just had on the show earlier, um, did say that Jamie McLaren is the hardest player they've ever had to mark in the game because if you stop paying attention just for a moment, he's off. Yeah. He's off here. You've lost him. Yeah. I, I think, can't get him in. I think, and you know, I don't know if this is disrespectful or not but I think the the majority of Jamie McLaren's footballing skill is in his brain mm. oh that's fair he's a very intelligent like, he's a very intelligent footballer mm. is he, he's not the most skillful well, he's probably not the best finisher but he's just very intelligent which then sets him up to be in very good positions mm-hmm. to finish mm-hmm. which is relatively simple finishes most of the time yeah. which yeah if we had a number nine that had his sort of a consistency for goal scoring I would take it every day of the week mm. <laughs> He might be scoring more if he was getting the kind of service that sometimes we seem to be able to deliver just recently. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Mate, I, there's no, absolutely no doubt that on the pitch they have the capability to hurt us and to hurt any team, really. Um, and at any moment that could be unlocked and blah, 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 blah. But it feels, from our perspective, from Mariners fans' perspective, then feels like, like remember that game when, what was it, Maxi's debut? 45 minutes, got the mm. hook at, got the hook at half time. Mm. Maybe we lost one nil or something like that. Yeah. And it was just hard and everything about city seemed like a juggernaut that was impossible for us to get near. But we've just sort of, you know, we've climbed that sort of, um, mountain now and it feels like we've got to the summit and now we're looking down and saying, well, yeah, nah. Bring them on. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, well, can they do it? Absolutely they can, you know, hurt us. But um, can we hurt them? Absolutely we can hurt them. So Yeah, I think I think you're 100% right about the, the lack of aura that is there now. Mm. Yeah, we've lost a lot of their, their shine. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and it's funny because then you, you look at, you know, you look at someone like a Patrick Isnorbo who's, who's had a horrible time <laughs> over in France and mm. somehow lasted as long as he did. And now got the flick. Yeah, you wonder what what was 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 it his impact that was driving the auraness? Was it like the a aura-ness. perfect like <laughs> a perfect mix of all these few good youngsters, few good older players, a few soccerers, and then him? And and was it just this perfect mix that led to their success? That once he left, it just kind of all went away. Like I don't know. It's 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 a strange one, but that. Aura is definitely not there anymore, which leading into yeah in, into Sunday makes me feel a bit more confident. Mm. The aura was there all the way to the grand final, mm. but then we smacked it out of them. Then we, <laughs> we just blew it apart. <laughs> we blew the aura completely to bits, and it's not been back. Mm. So not for us, not for any team. By the looks of it, at the moment, fellas, are we keen to give score predictions for this one? Uh, tight. 1-0 for me. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1. I, th- I think they can score, but I think we can score more. Come on, Tulio. <laughs> I'm going to captain you in my fantasy if you do. I'm going to sit on the fence and go one all here. Yep, I would uh, happily take a point down there. I would more than happily take three points, of course, but uh, a point will do me this way. Are we talking about, you know what, 
No. No. <laughs> I'm not sure what you know what is, but no. Don't no, talk about it. No. We're not. The H word? No. Don't no. mention it. No. no. Okay. No. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Well, before we head off uh, into the sunset this week on the Coast Football Ramble podcast, I'm going to have a really quick look, uh, especially requested by one Luke Boyce-Taylor, at uh, how things are shaping up in the Coast Football Ramble tipping and fantasy competitions. Boyce, I believe you had a somewhat half-decent week. Sensational. I had a, a round rank change of 4,674. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> That's how many places I moved up. That's probably how many Just I moved down. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. What was, was your total score for the week? 150. Oh, Get out of here. Doubled me and more. 70. Top top 3%. Jeez, I got 93. Um, I have to give special recognition uh, to Bruno Fornaroli. Mm. Ended up with a 37. Oh, was he I captain? S- he was. Oh, oh. get out of it. <laughs> I said to Pete, I said to Pete, there's only two types of fantasy teams. There's the ones who are losing who don't have Fornaroli and the ones who are winning that do. And I'm, and I'm <laughs> yeah. in the former. So my, my, my front two currently is Bruno and uh, Marco Tullio. Marco so Tullio. he ended up with 21, yeah. uh, who is my vice captain. So who are um, you? Are you um, pass it to Tullio? I am. Oh, um, so you are ahead of me now. How am I still ahead of you? That's yeah. disappointing. I know. I, because I, the round before was horrific for me. I had like 60. Mm. So it was not good. And And... With that score, I had two do not plays. Wow. Did not plays. Crikey. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, it's not the highest score for the round in the Coast of Football Ramble uh, Fantasy Comp. Uh, no. Moulin Rue with 190 points. Shout Holy out to Warren. is a banger. <laughs> Absolute banger. That's a monster round. He had uh, Vuka, Faz, Caltax, Storm Rue, Dan Hall. <laughs> Just the Mariners team. <laughs> wow. Wow. Maxi Ballard, Josh Nisbet, Christian Theoharis, Marco Tullio, and Angel Torres, and Alo Qual. Is that his team? Are you allowed to do that? <laughs> I didn't think you could do you that. You can, apparently. Holy <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing the game wrong. Wow. <laughs> that's next level. That's epic. Is he gonna, is that his, I wonder if that's been his team every week. He's only got two players not in uh, not at the Mariners in his side, uh, Jake Brimmer and Alessandro Lapan uh, on his bench <laughs> alongside Nathan Paul and Jack Wachowski. That's comedy. Wow. Yep, shout out to you, Warren. Well done. Um, Simstar's got the second best re- score of the round with uh, 162. Gumpy FC, Jim, with 160. Uh, in terms of total score up to round, up to and including round seven, I should say. Uh, hi, hey, Allo, back to the top of the pops there with 740 total points. Source Bottle FC, Chris, with... Uh, 729 points and Chump Chops FC Jeff with 694 points. Uh, Gumpy FC in fourth. Um, I got four in the tipping and just want to give a shout out to myself. Uh, (laughs) One of your best. I got in the CFR league, uh, I am top in the round. In the round. (laughs) And Moulin Rue, Warren, who's on fire this round, also got four. Yeah. Yeah. So Warren and myself, um, absolutely killing it. Round seven. Yeah. Well um, done, guys. Yep. Yep. And yep. yeah, I've I've moved up a few places up I to the have moved lofty heights of something that I can't 18th. find now. Yep. Uh, I have moved down uh, to twenty second after another two in this round. Moz, you got one, and you're still ahead one. of me. <laughs> I'm oh, catching you. Am I? I'm catching wow. you. <laughs> 
21st position, but don't worry, I'm plummeting. <laughs> There's Blue Steel at the top with 20 points, Clear Top uh, ahead of Timmy and Joyful with 18 points a pop, and Melbourne Mariner and Thai Town FC with 18 as well. Um, yeah, it's going to be tough coming back from here. I'm yeah. making a comeback, but yeah, hopefully it's before round 27. <laughs> True. <laughs> At this stage, it's not looking good. <laughs> uh, as Smith has said, it's a uh, season of a lot of ups and downs. There's a long way yeah. to go yet. Highs and lows, Moz. Highs and Thank low. you. I appreciate I, it. I don't know if we've spoken about it, but we should or will come up with some sort of a prize for each of the comps, maybe. But yeah. Unless you win. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have to be. Podcast is included. Not, I'm not having that. <laughs> come on. When I won, I didn't get anything. You're not getting anything. <laughs> Given our uh, connections, um, we should be able to set some yeah. cool or something cool true. or different up. I don't know. That is true. Cool and different. Yeah. Well, that is just about all we have time for this week on the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. It has been an absolute rambling gate crashed by a couple of superstars in Sash Kazevsky and Noah Smith, of course. Big shout out to Noah, uh, his 23rd birthday tomorrow, as well as uh, Dylan Wenzel-Halls' birthday as well. So shout out to him. Uh, shout out to anyone else who might have a birthday as well. <laughs> shout out to you guys for listening. Um, but once again, uh, as the sun sets here at the Centre of Excellence, thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's ramble until Sunday it's uh, lovely see ya bye Everyone always struggles the day before, like, got to go ATM, got to pay cash. So we're at Victory, right? Lee Broxham, fine, master, good. Seen everything. Of course, yeah. 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 Perfect Shoots. person for the job. Yeah. One day he comes around the training, training, uh, the change room, finds it. Do everyone knows what they got? Either is, uh, I don't know, any player, um, you got your money. He goes, nah, I don't have cash. He goes, no problem. Pulls out a freaking swipe. A, swipe uh, um, reader. Little Apple ones. Ta- he's like, tap your card. Square reader, yeah. yeah, yeah square yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 tap yeah. your card. Yep. He's like, what the fuck's that? He's like, <laughs> we used to do the same the thing. Line. Yeah, yeah. And, and he taps it. He, goes, do do rece- he writes easy. up a receipt for your Melbourne Victory fines. Yeah, everything. Yeah, we, I used to email said, a receipt through. No excuses, mate. Not here. Because I used to be fine master as well. And I had the shits with people doing it. So you go and pay 30 bucks, hooks up to your phone, tap and go, off you go. Happy days. The only problem is just you give us your BSB and account. You can't fucking trust people to and pay then, it and then you're yeah, chasing But you want people to be late so it doubles. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you yeah. want the cash because people are scrambling all the time and then yeah. it doubles. Where if you have your phone, you know they're never going to be late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this all went to our end of season trip, right? So, you know, we're, we're going that's away to thing. Byron or something like that. And, yeah, you, know, you want thing, hey. You want as much investment. money as possible. Yeah. 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 Where yeah. does yeah. the money go from like end of season? We had a, I think in pre-season we had a night out with like just a dinner um, and a couple of drinks. Uh, I don't even remember where we went, but that went for the majority of the money we had by then. And now we've raised quite a bit since then. And but we haven't had any time to go out. There's just been that many games. Yeah. Like none of yeah. no one's even thought of the idea of planning on for the last month because we've been playing so much. And you're not. That's obviously at the back of your mind. Do you get Who's the biggest offender? Chrissy or Torres? Torres. Torres. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, biggest offender. Angle. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. What's his What's his most common fine? 
<laughs> just too laid back rocks up when like, 901 is like, like ah yeah. puppy a little bit okay <laughs> <laughs> we're all like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah puppy I've got no money <laughs> <laughs> hasn't been paid yet uh, <laughs> deal told us